Welcome to Michigan Ice Guys, podcasting to help you fish hard water better. Hey guys, it's the MI Ice Guys. Here we are in February, and uh, man, we've got a full house tonight. Uh, Steph and I, we were down to helping out at the NAFC and said, hey, let's do a podcast. Chad was there. He says, right on. And the word got around. Jake showed up too. And we even got zippity doo dah Zach George in with us tonight. I so, said, oh yeah, the sushi. Yeah, well, we're going to have sushi. <laughs> it's one way to get Chad down here. Yeah, we call so, sushi right after the podcast usually when we record. So, guys, it's it's going to be fun tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about s- some things. And uh, first off, I just want to kind of give the guys a little local report on what's going on with local fishing. I know Steph and I got out last Monday. We uh, I was chasing crappie. He was kind of milking the bluegill along uh, some structure. Uh I hear that, uh, you know, Jake, you went out over the weekend here locally while we were, most of us were out of town. What did you find? Uh, we f- I found uh, some some fish here in deeper water, actually not holding to the weeds, but in a little bit of deeper water. So well, uh, the weather's kind of messing with them, and the, the bite's tough, and it's on one day and off the next, but it's good. You just got to gotta work it. Yeah. You got to work it out there and everything. Drill lots of holes and, and fish each hole. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I kind of miss Erin this week that she's not here to tell us the real truth. But uh, <laughs> did she drill all the holes? <clears throat> did she come? Actually, she oh. did drill all the holes. <laughs> did she catch one in the picture? Uh, she did not. Oh, okay. No. We're gonna have to post that in. Did the, you? Uh, deal. I did not. No, oh. I had a buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know, Steph and I, we found uh, out just locally here in Reeds Lake, got into some really good sized crappie and some decent bluegills and stuff. Now, Chad, you and Steph are out today working a couple of lakes. What did you guys find? First one sucked real bad, mm-hmm. and you should move if it happens. The second one was decent. Steph did really good. Yeah. I caught a couple of nice crappie. We had fun. Some good bluegill. But deep Tough water bite. bite. A deep water bite. That was a little bit finicky, but you just work them and you could get them. Suspended fish then? Uh, not. Only they're like, huggers. Probably five foot off bottom and 26 foot of water. Oh, okay. Four, four foot off bottom, maybe. So they're working the edge of the thermal. Zach, what have you been up to? Uh, I fished a couple local tournaments this weekend. I uh, was out on Jordan Lake on Saturday. Fished a tournament with uh, Keith Niffin. We took second out there. Uh, the, the, the gills out there are running small this year compared to what they've been in the past. The bite was good. You just really had to sort through a lot of fish in order to, to get the ones that you wanted. Now, was that tournament a specific count? Uh, Yeah, it was the best weight of 16 bluegills. 16 bluegills. Cool. Yep. yep. Cool. So, yeah, Did I think. those big crappie show up? Yeah, actually, uh, Kendall. Yeah, Kendall and uh, Larry Shatuck. I probably killed his last name, but he showed up to the Rage in the Cage. Uh, They caught a one six seven or something like that. Probably about a almost fifteen inch crappie, thick, nice fish. Um, It was one of the nice ones showed up. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, it. You know, I was. Out there on reeds with Steph, and he hollers out at me, hey, so they're hitting plastics. 
I'm like going, yeah, right. I'm chasing crappie around a base and then I'm lucky to get down and get one out of the hole before the school's gone. So I think that uh, Chad's right. You got to drill a lot of holes. You got to get out there and bang at them and work them. And uh, if you're fortunate like Jake to have somebody to drill all your holes for you. Uh, I, ha- I have seen, I was really confused. What tournament was that? Darling. That was Darling. I was confused darling. as hell. Yeah. He was drilling and she was Cameron. I didn't. I didn't know what team it was. <laughs> Thought we had a new team in the circuit. <laughs> I mean, Did you guys switch suits or no? I was like, "Are you guys confused? Do you know how to use that? And do you know how to use that?" <laughs> I think they were a little confused. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of a rarity. We uh, switched back. Don't worry. Well, that's good. That's it was good, good practice. To know. You know? Good practice. You want? Yeah. It was like you're just proving to everybody you knew how to operate a drill. Yeah, it's like your tight line or your long rod or your palm rod or your spring bout. You know. I think I think he was feeling a little guilty because our what? last podcast was co-hosted by Aaron, who she was laying some truth on us about how their team dynamics work. She Eek. was confused with the camera. It sounded like though. Yeah. But she'll be all right. She'll get all right. She'll get all right. Yeah, so uh, where else you guys been fishing? Mostly, you guys been north of town. I know I dipped out south of town a few uh, week ago, and got into some fair bluegills that were just off the edge of a weed bed. Mm-hmm. They were off the deep side. I've been in like that Sand Lake area. Yeah, yeah. We were over by Cedar Greenville area. Yeah, we tried ice fi- or tip upping. Oh, you yeah, got we t- did try that last that week too. That yeah, too. after the ice storm, it was not a good day. Really? Yeah, I've seen a lot of tip outs, ups on the ice, but I haven't seen a lot of flags pop. Mm-hmm. It's uh, been a little crazy. So, Zach, where else have you been fishing? On Sunday, we went to Long Lake and Dalton and did a tournament down there. Uh, I did it by myself, and the fishing was actually pretty good. You had to drill a lot of holes like you guys were talking about earlier, but the bluegills were there and they were biting. You just had to pick your two big ones off three big ones off and then move to the next hole now is that the long lake that's up in like the yankee state gary area yep just south of that very 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 close to yeah. that yep okay yeah that's a pretty that's a pretty girl. shallow lake it is it is i was fishing like eight to 12 feet of water uh there were some spots where we were 15 feet deep and the weeds came up to two feet underneath the ice you wanted to be right on the edge of those weeds just just off into the little bit deeper water well, good practice for st Helens, because that's what i hear the weeds are doing yeah yeah, yeah weeds are high right now yeah still they haven't died off yet no they're not going to it on the lake well that's that's good. some good news that ought to hold some no, fish i like them down a little bit <laughs> but too. uh anyway it'll help the guys with the fan optics <laughs> so we're <laughs> yeah so uh what's the plans for the rest of the week guys uh who's going fishing i you're doing st helens aren't you jake yeah i'm doing st helens like all all five of us will be up at st helens this weekend yeah this weekend i'm hoping to sneak out during the week here before i go uh but yeah up st helens michigan uh it's just east of houghton lake uh if you guys think you got your stuff i think there's some openings yet we haven't hit the hundred teams so uh naifc just bring some money and get in the game uh, even if you don't even think you have the stuff i mean it's great to learn yeah. you oh, gotta yeah. start somewhere and you learn so many things just in one tournament it's awesome well we were down there to pine lake this weekend we had a few uh non-competitors that came to the rules meeting and also to the weigh-in just to see what's going on so if you're in the area it's a good opportunity just 
to hang out and see what people are catching. You might be able to buy somebody a beer and get some information out of them. It's pretty they're, cool they're opportunity. for the Friday night seminars. Oh, yeah, the Friday night seminars yeah, they, would be I good, too. I think Jake and Aaron are probably due to give one, so I think I'm going to encourage encourage that seminar. Good thing well, you have no say. <laughs> I won't oh, be up there I in time. I, I'm pretty sure I can give Jack a call. <laughs> yeah, somehow I got to be the MC last weekend, and I thought I was working on the computer. Nope. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, that was great MC job. Yeah, I heard uh, there were some good compliments. I mean, even even the table I was sitting at with Noob and Wilson, Nick and Ben, and them guys thought it was like he's said newbie said he's doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> you did a very good job. Well, you know, when you talk on this mic enough, you get used to it. <laughs> stuff. He took hey, my advice. Just uh, wing it. Yeah, <laughs> just wing it. Chad Schaub, <laughs> plan number one. Yeah. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break, take a sip of beer, and then when we come back, we're going to get uh, since uh, all four of these guys were in Bulgaria, we're going to get a little play-by-play of how Bulgaria went and the successes, the disasters, and the unknowns. So we're the MI. Well, we're going to keep it clean for the family. But we're the MI Ice Guys. We're going to be right back. Hey, guys. Schmoes now has two locations, 2600 Patterson here in Grand Rapids and 109 West Mitchell in Petoskey now. So when you're up north, you can grab some schmoes as well. Remember, you can get all your favorites. Bone Crusher, Hot Knocker, Treasure Chest, Amber Teas, Michigan Hands Pale Ale, and India Pale Ale. Or one of our great root beers. Once again, that's Grand Rapids and Petoskey. Engineering better Michigan beer. Guys, it's the MI Ice Guys. We're back. Uh, Got a little beer. Going to talk a little uh, Bulgaria. The guys had quite the adventure I was hearing. Um... There was stories. There were all kinds of photos out on Facebook. So if you guys don't follow USA part. Ice, uh, Scott Albright was great oh, about okay, resharing yeah. some photos and stuff like that on there. He's uh, where it came from. Yes, he's known as the uh, Ice Pro from Ohio. I know us Michigan guys kind of giggle when we hear Ohio, but uh, he do, he really does uh, have an enthusiastic passion for ice fishing. So. Steph, I guess we'll start with you on the uh, – how was the travel compared to other years this year? Uh, the travel was pretty good. Uh, we had a good flight going out. Not too bad. Good not not rough. Back. And the flight going back was even better because we had, I think, some flights missed their connection there in Munich. So we had some empty seats on the plane coming home across the pond. And Yeah, I saw you and Jake hit my favorite little sausage and beer stand there. In, oh, on the way out. We all hit yeah, that. Me and Chad, yeah. Yeah, got the big platter with the three different sausages on it, and Chad three different, it. some different kinds yeah. of Who potato like salad. Footlong Frankfurt, Footlong Frankfurt, couple of beers at seven in the morning. It's perfect. And right. the bartender remembered us. Remembered us. Remember yeah. us. <laughs> he remembered Jake for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. all of us. The young face, and then he looked around. And he was like, "Oh yeah, you guys." You guys oh, the only the, the only, one of two of our beardless team members. Yeah, probably yeah. the cutest one, you know. Wow. That was that was the <laughs> take second on that I guess. <laughs> that was the best beer of the whole trip. Well, Frankfurt <laughs> Airport. <laughs> okay, there. That answers one of my other questions. No, their beer was okay though. Yeah, it was canned. Yeah, it was all right. Well, but... it was seventy cents. Yeah, that's why it was really good, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, so we were back to Ukraine pricing. That's a, that's that's a good deal. You could literally buy the whole bar, and it'd be like, all right, that's ten dollars. It's like, dang. Yeah, I wish we could do that all <laughs> the time. Is that just mine? <laughs> So you guys got over there and you flew. Where did you guys fly into? What city was that? Sofia. Sofia. And then you had uh, 
what was it, two, three vans picked you guys up? We had uh, four of the worst drivers. I mean, a couple drivers were okay. (laughs) Our driver, who was in my van? Were you in my van? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't. We were in the rear, and my driver, I feel like, was the worst because everyone in front of us was Did you get lost? Yes. You were in my van. Okay, and we we didn't stay between the lines the whole time. Did we race up on anybody and hammer the brakes? Yes, you were in my van. Oh, yeah. He was bad. (laughs) It was bad. We were telling him, you need to uh, get out of the driver's seat and let us drive. Yeah. Because we were lost. We actually uh, got lost for a little while, met up with the rest of the group who was lost, (laughs) went up some two-track. They wanted to back down it, and they couldn't hardly drive up it and forward. We got... We pushed them around to turn them around, got on Google Maps. Google Maps, and showed them where the hotel was in Bulgaria. Like, need to turn around. Someplace we've never been, and we got to where we were going. But they needed to just let us drive. Did they have Google? Did they have cell phones? They, yes. they were from Bulgaria. They, they did not have phones. Luckily, we had our mm-hmm. phones that had good service and Google Maps, which saved us for sure. Yeah, they had yeah. no idea. They were all from Sofia. They weren't familiar with the area we were going. But you would think when you're bringing people to the hotel, mm-hmm. you would have some idea. It was only, and it wasn't like it was just like the hotel that we were at. It was the headquarters for the event that they were part of. Yeah. So, yeah, so kind the, of important. Uh, that's a mental note that uh, if we ever do get it to Michigan, we're going to issue maps. Oh no, oh no. We're 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 each taking a van. Oh, we're just going to drive. We're, okay. we're taking them back roading, getting yeah. lost in a two track. <laughs> yeah, well, make sure they stay as far away as possible, so they have a back. two and a half yeah. hour drive Damn there it. and back. It's going to cost a road trip, and it's right. going to be at least twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> One way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's great. It wasn't even a prepaid deal. Oh no, no it was expensive. Well, I mean, it it was. I mean, overall, it was fine. I mean, we got to where we were going. So once you got to the hotel, I saw a lot of the pictures that you there know, was Scott no got elevator. up. Elevator. Oh, you got. We were on the third floor. See, when we got going you up this mountain side, oh, we yeah. got lost. We couldn't turn around, so we had to push the vans around because they got stuck trying to get turned around. But when you got to the hotel, uh, I saw that a lot of the guys, Keith and Scott, had posted some pictures that you guys had a great view of the mountains and everything oh, beautiful. we were in the mountains yeah it was a very mm-hmm. scenic uh, area yeah, um, we overlooked uh, batak reservoir yeah. okay and that was where they initially thought it was going to be correct that hasn't frozen over in 20 years said the locals <laughs> which All sounded right. like it was a nice lake to fish though well it yeah, had the, great fish in it the back bay was freezing was froze over and some guys are posting some big pictures of the big perch that you saw yeah. online I yeah. think it was a uh, two-and-a-half pounder or something was caught, three-pounder was caught. There's yep. huge mm-hmm. fish in there. They brought in like a pound and a quarter fish to show us. I mean, we were only fishing for like eight to – I mean, an eight or nine inch was a big one where we were at. But the fish weren't that bad, I mean, size-wise. They're just – it wasn't that part of it. Yeah. So, you know, okay, you're staying in a fairly nice place, a little bit rugged, didn't have an ele- elevator for Chad. Uh, so we had to hike a couple of stairs, you know. Or me, or Myron. I felt like the hotel was like the nicest hotel, one of the nicest hotels in Bulgaria. Yeah, they was, call it Hotel Paradise, yeah. and like for Bulgaria, it was paradise. I mean, it had three different saunas. It didn't and have a shower rooms. curtain. 
No, that is true. You could use the bathroom that, that, that and take a shower style. at the same time. It was a rather small bathroom. It was all just a tiled like, and bathroom. And wash the mirror. With a and drain in the middle. And wash the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you shave in? Yeah. Or maybe not. Yeah, you could shave and wash your backside. Jake, Jake you're the only one shaving, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could have been more rustic if we were allowed to stay at the uh, place we had the, the, the opening ceremony. Oh. The well, Soviet-era yeah. theater there. That was colder than no well, heat there was no heat no, no there was heat there he didn't pay for the heat the first time uh. the guy didn't pay for the heat the first time we were supposed to have closing there and they had a little the the uh, board guys the fip said in charge people and some of the captains decided we weren't going there for the closing ceremony and he piped up and said i paid for the heat this time <laughs> <laughs> so he lost at least he lost some money on the deal because i mean he should have paid for the heat the first time we're in tuxes well, not tuxes, but suits. suits. Yeah, you guys yeah. wear suits, suits and, yeah. You know, khaki slacks and dress socks. We weren't socks. expecting to sit in there. It was warmer outside than it was You could see your place. breath. It was. You could see your breath. Did the Bulgarian there. team show up in their ice suits? Now, some of the teams went out and got stuff. I mean, they were going to get hats, gloves, anything they could find. It's, it's cold when I'm sitting between Myron and Chad, and they both look at me and say, hey, just snuggle up a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> you that's know what, it's bad. Well, that's what Brett was doing between me and well, Ben. Well, it's only like an hour and a half opening ceremony. It was, I mean. That's all right. Aaron and I were fine back here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. They were warm. But uh, so how was the food, though? No, the food was fine, I thought. I mean, what do you guys think of it? I liked the food. I thought the food was good. Uh, from I heard horror stories about Finland. Oh, no, well. So yeah. compared to what I've heard about Finland. Finland had plenty of food. It's just what they eat is what we don't Yeah, eat. you you had fish soup with, like, little minnows in your soup for breakfast. That yeah. doesn't sound no, that was No, that was lunch. Okay. That was lunch. Fair it was enough. the salted fish for breakfast. <laughs> no, that was, that was, yeah. And yeah. the pike loaf was for dinner. Yeah, but, uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, French yeah. toast for hot, breakfast. I hot liked dogs. it. Hot yeah. dog. Well, there was sauce, yeah, that's, sausage. That's a European <laughs> thing that they eat hot dogs for breakfast. But that's yeah, funny. and usually a lot of cold cuts and cheese too. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah we made sandwiches for the lunch and the bus ride from that. So they brought out the pizza, and oh man, I was in heaven there. Well, yeah, not like Ben was. Till. There was a waiting list for pizza. Because of Ben. <laughs> and they ate platefuls of no. sweets. Oh, yeah, but Ben ate plate and plate and platefuls of pizza. He does eat. He, he's an eater. He's Extreme. a picky eater that he eats, eats a lot. He eats more than I do in three days. Yeah. Well, he doesn't drink much, so. Well, Nate and Bo Shame on him. hammered the desserts. I oh, like, yeah. I usually yeah. like desserts, too. There was one that was really good. <laughs> yeah, Bo did. Yeah. Bo can hit desserts and never gain enough. But it was, we had meat and potatoes at every dinner. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. I mean, you, I mean, whatever. We had, had some fantastic roasted pork that yeah. was very tender. A lot of pork, and a little bit of chicken. They know how to cook pork. Oh, yeah. So, what the adventure going up the mountain though? I heard uh, that that was once another okay. great uh, <laughs> bus every, ride. That was every day for a week. I know. Once was okay. One, I mean, what one of the days was like three hours, three and a half hours, just down. You know. Well, I heard they had to get a backhoe or a bulldozer or something to pull. A backhoe to pull us up. The mount, up the one hill because it was well we got lucky was, though we had we had we did have one tree go down was that uh opening the first day the first day yeah. we had a tree go down but there was you know the tree service was there to cut it down uh the last day of practice i think it was or was it oh it was the last day of practice it was the last day of sweden, sweden. sweden. we were like there's three buses <laughs> we were in the first one no yeah, we were in the, the second, middle one, second one. we're yeah. like 
you know, less than two, three minutes in front of the last bus, probably. And a tree went down in between us, and they stay up there an extra two hours. So, well, I saw we a lucky. video. I couldn't understand it because it was like Sweden team yeah. live. But they had a tree go down, and somebody was came the by team, with a hatchet. Yeah, a hatchet. the team was taking turns on whacking on the with tree with a hatchet. With a hatchet. It was a tree, though. Yeah, like, it was a, yeah. And then I'm thankful they, it, they we had, had to move it. Yeah. Oh. I think Myron called our driver Mario Andretti. Yeah. And I was thankful we had Mario that day. Everybody was a little worried about him at first because he's a little hard on the gears, but he was a damn good driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He didn't. We. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the when we thought we weren't going to make it up on on Friday, and we didn't think that we we're going to be able to practice because the roads were so bad, and he does the cross symbol. Before he before takes, we take off. before yeah. we take he said off, he, he, said a, a he said a prayer. Yeah. He, said, he a said a prayer before you know, we went up the mountain. That big mirror yeah. on the front of the bus, you'll see him up there. He <laughs> does a little prayer and then starts and then jamming gears. Yep, starts jamming gears, and we made it safely. <laughs> I didn't sit by the window or look out the window at any time. Well, you I you mean, white knuckled, white knuckled. I did ever. white knuckled whenever a vehicle came by because yeah. they they had to pull their mirrors in. Is how tight it was. Well, then we have our car sick people. Oh my! Oh yeah, yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Oh, motion oh. but not on the bus, sorry. More on the smaller vehicles. Yeah, probably the really good driving. Yeah, the small vans oh, yeah. were horrible on them. Wow, Bowie, we had to wow. pull over for Bo so he could. And it reeked of brakes every time we came down. Oh yeah, burning oh, clutch, burning, burning yeah, brakes, burning everything. <laughs> yeah. You know it's not going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> oh good my thing gosh. they were rented. As you're looking down the side of a mountain, uh, you know, 600 foot drop. They were rented Mercedes. Who cares? Yeah. Burn it hard. Grind and burn them. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to refill our beers. And uh, when we come back, we're going to finally get to Bulgaria fishing. Uh, Now that we've got the ground laid for all of that. (laughs) Hey, we're the MI Ice guys, you know, all proud members of USA Ice. And just really, really loving sharing the stories with you guys. So stay tuned and uh, check out some of our other features on the website as uh, we Keep on telling the story. Guys, when you're out on the ice, do you protect your eyes? The MI Ice guys have partnered with Costa Del Mar Sunglasses. Made in America, made by hand. The thinnest glass technology for sunglasses. 100% UV protection. We love our Costas so much, we took them to Finland to the worlds. They allowed us to see where other people had been drilling before, protected our eyes in the blowing snow, and kept us looking good on the ice. Made in America, Costa Del Mar sunglasses. Get them online, get them at a local retailer near you. Remember, tell them the MI Ice guys sent you in. You need the best. Hey guys, we're the MI Ice guys. We got some fresh beers and uh, we're back to talk uh, about the fishing in Bulgaria. Uh, I hear the ice was challenging. Is that is that fair to say? Ice was good. Chad, you should use your microphone when you Conditions were less than ideal. So, uh... Yeah, Chad's enjoying the popcorn as well. But so, Steph, uh, you know, you guys got there. I mean, I remember different events where, you know, Finland, we had a bit of a walk out to places. We had, uh, you know, we all never forget Ukraine and the uh, 200 meter mudslide drop. No, that was nothing. You guys had your own challenges. I take that over what we had in Bulgaria. I would take the mountainside and four foot of ice before Bulgaria. Yes. So you you guys pulled up, get out of the buses, and lay it out for us. 
they thought bo- they thought Kazakhstan was bad with four feet of ice, but then try four feet of snow and two feet of slush. And it how was, much ice like under that? Huh? Ten inches ice under it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Sweden said that it was flexing. You could almost see it, like you know. There was a lot of weight on the ice, and it wasn't the people. It was the yeah. snow and slush. It was like comeback. So. The first day of practice around the zones, there was no water on the ice. How much water came out of the hole when you first drilled it? Oh, some of them were gushers. I, I mean, did see a video of Niffin when he uh, drilled the hole. They were, like, shooting out. And it shot up 18, 20 inches. Because mm-hmm. there's so much weight on the ice. And so you guys had the Nero augers. They were different than the ones last year? Um, They were more, they were the sports version, only meant for uh, – you couldn't put an adapter on them. So they were thinner ice model than uh, what we the, used. We were running, you know, 110s. They take one 130 blades, too, so they take a 4 or a 5. The flighting was shorter. The flighting was shorter, and it had a T-bar at the handle system instead of a straight. Worthless yeah. if you're any type of engineer. Yeah, I wouldn't have designed one. I hear you guys brought them home. Yeah. We had to. No. Yeah. We didn't have to, but we did. We were told we had we to. We were asked to. Told. Um, but after we dumped all those banged-up things last year in Kazakhstan? I, I like the one last year in Kazakhstan I probably should have brought home because it had a purpose deep ice yeah. this one is the same as any other auger we just have somebody some of us have like 78 sets of blades so or 51 51 that that guy has 51 <laughs> so i will be using my free Nero. blades though it was free Free auger free blades hey. it, it it's not an aggressive cut but it isn't a bad cut and i probably got 20 sets if either of those guys run out so <laughs> now i gave you all mine okay <laughs> well we got plenty of blades now maybe we're gonna have to run up and uh Get a sponsorship deal with uh, Bills on Alpine and see if he can sharpen those too. Keep us going. If well, they're flat you know, blades, it's no problem. Okay, so we got two to three years to work on it with uh, the quantity that Zach brought home. About twelve to thirteen years, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have a hundred sets of blades probably in this room. Uh, Nero yeah. took good care of us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 I now were these were these the uh, ones you had to use the Phillips screwdriver again? They Correct. all have to use Phillips screwdrivers. Did they have the techs out on the ice again? No, no. No. But uh, Ivo they wouldn't want to walk out there. Ivo cut his hand that didn't stop bleeding all day. Yeah, I remember last year in Kazakhstan, the little shack they had set up, and the one guy's hands were just shredded. He was using a drill to oh do that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that doesn't and sound smart. And yeah. Swiss cheese. Yeah. That's well, what got him. Last year there was that coal sediment or that coal out of the power plants in the ice oh and there's four feet ice if you had a nick in your blade you wanted new blades or if you were like uh shirts and uh, had one blade on upside down that backward, you know, that, was, that was the spotter's fault yeah. that was nate winter's fault <laughs> that was a name drop. sorry nate <laughs> name dropping <laughs> you, you but uh it. so okay so you guys work out there you said four foot of snow two foot of slush and then 10 inches of ice on all that what uh what how was how was the fishing after that there was fish to be caught some of the zones were a little tougher uh pre-fishing was actually easier than we we actually pre-fished very i mean good we were on fish stuff was working but there were the zones have rollers in them and logs and some of the teams had a mapped and that does help out a lot mm-hmm. but uh so, I mean, every zone, there was only a few zeros, which is good, with a couple new teams. None of our guys zeroed, so that's a bonus. Nobody got dead last on the team. 
So that's that, that might be awesome. the first year for that. Anybody pulling whoppers out? I mean, anything uh, to brag about? No, no big fish. Probably 10, 10 11 inch fish. Probably the best. During tournament, I caught a really nice yeah, we, roach in yeah. practice. I think we had like three of those big, those top end roach. Yep. None of those showed up on game day nope. for anybody that I know of. Mm-mm. Did one chub show up? Did one of the Sweden guys get a chub? Yeah, he said it was a big chub, and when I seen it well, at the like weigh-in, maybe it, ten inches. Yeah, just legal. Yeah. yeah. And they had something like our warm-mouth pumpkin seeds. Yeah, they did catch up. Somebody seed. did catch one of those. Now, this was kind of a new thing that uh, oh, right a lot of our guys that... They won the bit then. <laughs> okay, but a lot of our uh, years, at least the years that uh, Steph and I have been going, we haven't really run into the game fish where we had limits on length and things like that, except um, for one year we had Xander in that Almost every state, every country has something. Kazakhstan was... Ukraine had Xander. Yeah, Kazakhstan was the first one I've ever been to that had where if you caught it, it died. Mm-hmm. That's the first out of the eight years. It weighed. First time ever. Yeah, Kazakhstan, they're beyond the end of the earth where there's rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they the guy in charge is like six in line to the presidency and can so make makes rules. The rules. <laughs> He's a good guy. I yeah, he likes to have fun. He isn't going to tell us to let something go. Right. I don't care if it's the law or not. He can change it for a minute. <laughs> or three hours. Yeah, he don't care. I got to find that guy in Michigan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unlike the NRC. Yeah. So uh, so you guys were catching and stuff. Now, I saw on day one, you guys had a, you must have had a great pace from the reports we were getting in uh, the Nick, count. Nick and Kevin had. had a really good pace. I, and, I mean, uh, some of us had struggle zones. Me, Zach, and Keith had tougher zones. Nick and Kevin both had good zones. And, I mean, every zone did have some good fishing in it. But you couldn't take the – nobody could take our fish, and we couldn't take anybody else's fish. Yep. And uh, in my zone, one of the spots I really liked, I tried it for probably 20 minutes, didn't pan out. Russia came in, and I think they might have won the zone right there. You know, just outside of it, I probably just didn't give it enough time because Lithuania and Ukraine were catching on the other end. And you took the bait and ran. Well, I, I caught most of my fish. I didn't. I didn't run. That's for damn sure. I tried a little bit, but well, the, the other part pre-fishing, there's trails busted. When you were in the zone, you okay. made you, you made, made your, your own, own trail. trail, and it was waist deep, mm. from almost to your waist. And I was wet to my waist every day because there's that much water. My boots were full of water, so everything you know, you weighed a lot more. I mean. Lifting up your leg was hard enough being dry in that conditions. Plus, you put it <laughs> half full of water. You know, I had one of my boots. I think on the first day, you could was about to my ankle with water. You poured it out. You yeah. poured it out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it, crazy. I mean, it it tested your just. I mean, the Ukrainian team is known to run. Yeah. And the Ukrainian guy in my zone, Steph watched him. He drilled, I think, ten or twelve holes, which is. <laughs> All the way across you know, the zone. Well, drill, I mean, across, you know, not the length-wise, the, width, the, the, yeah. the width-wise, which is still phenomenal because it was hard enough to walk that far in one time. But he tried to run back to his first hole and fell down halfway back. Just and, collapsed. And had to stop and rest. Catch his breath, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got Dimitri to run because he was trying to take one of my holes. He took it. But I was wrapping up to try to stop him, and he ran. And it cost him probably four or five minutes of fishing because he actually he stood over the hole, like panting, 
about to die on day two. <laughs> and people on the first day thought Dimitri, he's a bigger, I mean, he's not big by our standards, but Ukrainian standards, he's a bigger guy and older for their team. And it was all they those thought days. he was actually going to die on the first day. Well, you said yourself, you're like, well, I had to eat snow or else I was going to die. Yeah. On, on the yeah. second day, me second and the, day. the Latvian guy beside me were both eating snow. Because it was like 70 out there and those conditions. It was very bright. With a black coat and black suit, you know, dark suit on and that sun beating on, it felt like 70. First walking out, it was fog. I lost Steph in the fog. I didn't Mm -hmm. know if he was going to make it or what happened. Come to find out, he got stuck. collapsed back there? Oh, yeah, I was stuck. (laughs) Tell him your story about getting stuck. Yeah, let's hear it, Steph. You got some go-go juice to get out, though. You know that, that that layered ice pack that you get on the lake sometimes where you have, like, that layer of hard pack snow, and then you break through into the slush? Yeah, where your but sphincter it, tightens up. You think eh, you're always not, going not, through? Not so much that. It's where it yanks on the lower back because you think oh, you're on yeah, good yeah. footing, and then you break through, and then you get this yank of right down the middle of your back, and it's like, oh. You almost did the splits? Yeah, I almost did the splits. Yeah, I was standing on a nice little pad I made for a second. I thought I was safe. Then no no, nope. Both legs went right and left, and then I went backwards, kerplop right in like you know two foot of slush and snow. And then there, you try to push yourself up, and all you are is just swimming. I tried to. I had an auger with me, so I tried to use it as a paddle to get to get seated <laughs> up. But our buddy from Estonia, Evo, he 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 stopped by. And Evo, gave me a hand Evo and came by. Our gave game. me a, gave me a hand getting up. It, it would like, have been better if Maddie oh. pulled you out, but yeah, I wasn't sure I was going to see him. So no. I came back. Uh, I told everybody in the zones, if I fall down, <laughs> I don't move for a little bit, I ain't playing. I need medical Come assistance. Get me. <laughs> I'm so, drowning or had a heart attack, just one or the other. Come so, get me. Oh, it was brutal. So uh, our big giant binoculars so we didn't have to move around much and radios would have been the perfect. Yeah. Well, see, after I got unstuck and got turned around to the zone there, the one buddy, Kristoff, from Bulgaria had some homemade hooch. Oh, well. And he, he threw that to me about 20 yards. I caught it, had a little bit of that, and that got me over to the zone. Oh, yeah, got to get some go <laughs> juice. Gave, gave him his yeah. bottle back, had a little wine with him, and I was off the spot and we're Chad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that went down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, one of the Estonian guys was a bigger boy. He was a big guy, and he was, like, the bigger guy for here. And me and him trudged, trudged around the backside of the zone to start, and I, was, I mean, I was, like, fighting for air, and I wasn't sure he was going to do it. It was, like, 5,500 feet elevation, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't, like... Oh, so the oxygen was a little thin up there yeah. anyway. If you paced yourself, you could do it. But, like, when you need to hurry is when it hurt. And, I mean, some of the guys decided to breathe instead of fish, it seemed like. Zach mm-hmm. worked hard, though. He was he was running up and down all around. I well, did run. I ran a couple times. The skip. We always watch the new guy run. I was Sometimes watching... it worked better getting across his own because you're busting a trail regardless. Yeah. I was watching Kevin catch fish, sitting over there looking over at you, and you are just left, right, right, left. What about poor little Niffin? Did he just disappear under the snow? He didn't He didn't move around. He was a long ways from us. Yeah. I couldn't see him. On day one, on you day, got to watch him. On day one, him. I got to watch him, yeah. He, he stayed in his, his zone, the one corner was kind of... The hot corner. Supposedly our hot corner didn't pan out. Right. But uh, he stayed there most of the day, I think. 
Wow. On well, day on day yeah. one, me and Kevin fished not even our one, two, three, or four. We fished our number five. So if that tells you what you know the fish kind of did. Yeah, everything was different inside the zones. Be- beside it was different because it was drawn down because it's a river system and they get a lot of snow. So yeah. they got to draw her down to be able to deal with the spring yeah. flood. It was drawn down, I don't know, 10, 15 feet. Easily. You'd be out in the middle of the lake and there's a sand, you know, a mountain, you know, a big 10-foot hump. Well, where we walked down the <laughs> stairs going in, you could see the meter stick. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how the zones were, too. There was rollers. And when we camered, you could see spots where there's a little bit of grass, a little bit of wood, and that's where the fish wanted to be. Some, I mean, four or five of these teams were there before and mapped it out. So, I mean... I know our team's planning on doing that. Our, our Lithuania is going to be hosting it next year. It was one of the probably the most friendly country with us besides Russia, but they help us the most. So, well, I've already talked to my friends at the Lithuanian Hall here in Grand. We're Rapids. going to Lithuania early to pre. They're going to give us some support and uh, help us out with that stuff. Yep. Might even skip some NAFC stuff. Yeah, the Lithuania team has already promised to help us everything they can do. They already brought us our bait this year and showed us everything, told us we will have brand new bait every day if we need next year, and any help that we need. One of the cool things that uh, Jake and uh, Steph had talked about when we got a call in from them from Bulgaria is that we'd gotten lessons in how to care for the bait that we'd never heard of before, at least I hadn't heard of. Some of our uh, previous people have. So it uh, that was that was pretty cool to be able to hear about how you had to tend to the bait and stuff like that. So they were way more lively. I mean, it was it was night and day different. They would crawl away in our room if we weren't careful. Well, I remember them crawling there out was, of the there was many crawling around in your room. <laughs> in your, your room, room usually. Your room was so disgusting. <laughs> it was it the was, bathroom. No, 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 the bathroom. Now the, the bathrooms were a whole different story. You heard about the bathrooms? Oh, we heard about the bathrooms. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bathrooms and uh, well, usually it's the refrigerator where they keep the bait. Well, well this is no, the, the shower bath. It was the right temperature, but yeah. The whole bathroom was the shower. I went in there, washed my hands one time because we just got done doing some bait, and I turned around to go use the fresh towel that's there, and there was it mashed wasn't a fresh towel. bloodworm guts into it, and I'm like, somebody well. got there before him. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I was second to this spot. But I mean, we've never had to do that, so I mean, it was a different process. I mean, every other day we had to pr- take care of the whole bait shipment, and every night we had to rinse the bait for the next day. So I mean, it was like a hour hour and a half thing every single day that we had to do but it, i mean it was good our bait was crawling was fantastic. away fantastic best bait we ever had it was Fresh. nothing to do with that it was location more or less i feel the same way location like over the years i've wondered well what are we missing everybody says overseas? bait yeah no but this year it was not the bait it was location we we missed the boat on location. The yeah, teams but we, that, we couldn't go in the zones yeah, that, to find the location. And that's it. The teams that did the best had been in the zones a month beforehand. They knew every stick, every piece of weed, every hump, every dip, yeah. and that made a huge difference. Yep. And a lot of logs and Lithuania. Yeah. I talked to the Lithuanian guys after we got done, and they said this is going to be a fair fight, twelve foot of water flat. The, the top end guys are going to be flirting with 100 fish an hour is what they're claiming and that is that that's awesome some I'm of in. the best pace you mm-hmm. can I mean you hear stories of that but there's very few people that can do that well guys uh, we're going to take another short break 
And when we come back, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, the return trip. And then we're going also going to touch on the uh, tryouts for Team USA. Because if you think you got this stuff and you want to come play with us, hey, we're going to invite you to come along. So we're the MII guys. We're going to be right back and tell you a little more about uh, Fishing with the Worlds. Hey, guys. Jazz here from the MII guys. I want to talk to you about K&E Stopper Lures, especially the Scandia line of tungsten jigs. I've been having a great time fishing with these this year and last year. The new colors are awesome. Check them out. Get out there to your local sporting goods shop and look for that blue packaging with yellow text on it. Pick up a Scandia lure or 10. It's a whole lot of fun to fish with. They're bright, they're durable, and good stuff. All right, guys. Hey, it's MIA guys. We're back on uh, talking to wrap this thing up. And, you know, what a trip to Bulgaria. It sounds like you guys had quite an adventure. The trip home, pretty uneventful. Just uh, everybody sleeping like normal. Steph said he got extra seat space, so yeah, I was kind of jealous. extra seat space was nice. And there was no layover because when we got to the other airport, we were late. So we were we got there at the next terminal, and we were boarding. Oh, so it worked out great. We had time to hit the head. Nice get on the next plane and it was quick come back well yeah. so the only really eventful thing was having to drive zach back so uh <laughs> yeah the whole trip well, was about zach <laughs> no well, and we had a blizzard coming back home he uh when when we were coming when, when we were flying over right yeah i watched a whole movie and it was the sun was setting and then i watched the whole movie and i look over and i'm like wow the sun's, the sun's still, still setting. setting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest day of my life. <laughs> well, it Anthony had the longest day of his life. His longest birthday Longest ever. birthday ever. Well, yeah. Coming back from Kazakhstan. Yeah. 34, 36 hours. Yeah. Z- yeah. Didn't you run a timer on that one, Jake? Yeah, yeah, I did. It, from the moment that we left uh, the hotel and got into the bus until the moment that I walked in my front door, it was like 32 and a half hours. Yeah, mine was like 36. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. You just always have to up it, don't you? I live farther away. <laughs> He's a one-upper. Yeah, that, that he is. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, you know, we've talked many times about the different style that it is. You know, there's no power augers. There's no electronics. There's, uh, you know, the adversities. No snowmobiles. No snowmobiles or no, quads. No wheelie. Uh, but, you know, the... It's really a more challenging style of fishing, and a lot of people ask us about, well, why do you use the palm rods? Why do you do this? Why is this and stuff? And really, it's at the international level, they're leveling the playing field by tightening things up, making it a little more rustic, but we're using some really finesse equipment to do it. And we were talking on the break briefly about how the fact is that it's one of the best training exercises to figure it out just coming to the tryouts that we have and those are coming here in a couple of weeks uh in rhinelander and every year we have a quite a crew come out for that chad you've probably been doing it longer than any of us in the room i think this would be my ninth or tenth tryout probably my ninth but i mean when you come to tryouts it's a little different than everybody probably thinks we we usually try to rent a big room or a big cabin. We got a couple cabins running right now, and they're still hotel rooms. But we invite every new guy over. 
I usually give them all my equipment and make sure there's no there's no reason that you're gonna there's no equipment will not be the reason you're gonna lose I guess because we do I mean I always try to make sure everybody has anything they need and I know a couple of the other newer guys bought a lot of equipment this year so maybe they can throw some stuff in there to help out but uh the first time I tried out I came with one palm rod one indicator like you know my regular jigs and Myron helped me I mean he gave me one indicator and two jigs but since then I've always made sure everybody has whatever they need to make it you don't want somebody that could help the team not make the team because they don't have the equipment so I mean we make sure everybody has what they need is set up right and we do it every night we go we usually go to dinner as a group we go you know every everything we do we do as a group so it's a I mean fifty dollars is the entry and they give you a, a great deal on the rooms. I mean, you can do this for less than probably four hundred dollars. If you ride with somebody, probably down to like two fifty. If you, you know, yeah, riding over to Rhinelander, I know I've gone and it's it's the cheapest, best learning experience you can have, and you might find that you're good at it. You know, I I think uh, Zach, how many years did you do tryouts? Uh, my first year, I made the team. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, you played Rage in the Cage with us. Yeah, and, uh, I did Rage in the Cage a couple years, which is a great stepping stone to that. And like Chad said, that everyone helped me get there, and I went overseas and bought a bunch of stuff. So I, anyone who doesn't have anything, I my box is open to them. And no, Jake, you have plenty. No. <laughs> Jake, you're he the only raising his arm. He's take, the only guy who raises his hand to talk on the radio. <laughs> I'll take a few of those, Jakes. <laughs> but I mean, we we make sure everybody has what they need to compete. Now you were very generous the first year that I came. You know, not knowing anything, not having anything, and I, you gave me everything. Yep. Cal, Steph, and I even he still has stuff. my auger. Yep, but I gave the rest back. Yeah. Steph. Very few. Yeah, I usually usually everybody keeps a little bit, but that's fine. But if you guys think that you're interested in this style of fishing and getting up to that international level of competition, you can get some more information uh, both through our Facebook page of the USA Ice Team and also on USAIceTeam.org on our website there. We have links from that from MI Ice Guys as well. Give you some information about what the team does. You can get to see some pictures of the guys that are out there and stuff. And then always we have our Ask an MII Sky that is available through our website where you can ask a question. Chad will pop you an answer. Steph and I will give you an answer. Even Jake's now on that email list, I think, to yep. be able to uh, give you an answer about, you know, what's it like? What do you need? What do you got to bring? What do we expect? And we're really trying to keep this team perpetuating guys getting older guys uh you know having life situations you know anthony had a kid things have changed uh maintaining maintaining yeah chad yeah chad trying. looks like he's expecting sometimes but uh, maintaining his motto is he doesn't want to work out too much because then he has clothes. to buy new clothes but he doesn't mm-hmm. want to gain too much weight because he also has so buy he wants new to clothes, st- yeah. He wants to stay right. They're all... Well, if he starts borrowing Steph's sweatshirts, we're going to get worried. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's a great experience. I think all the guys in the room uh, really... Well, I mean, you're going to learn from some of the best... I mean, Bodecker and Miner are going to be there. Billy Whiteside, I think, is coming this year. You're going to have some of uh, the most veteran guys that have ever done it. You know, Nick Shirt's done it a long time. I have. 
and everybody will sit down with anybody that there is and make sure you're rigged up properly and whatever you need. And we usually do try to get there Thursday morning and do a little bit of practice, and anybody that wants to come can come practice with us. I mean, if we do get out. If not, I think me and Jake are going to go out around here sometime soon. Yeah, we're we're always going fishing. So yeah. I, I think that's one of the big things that we want to encourage people not to be afraid of the uh, concept of the team and stuff like that. It just seems a little like different, that. but it's a lot of fun. If, yeah. you can, if you can see a bite on an indicator, you can do it. Hand-eye yeah. coordination, a little bit of physical skills, that's about it. Very minimal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've watched you guys. <laughs> anyway, it's about time to, for us to go get some sushi. Sushi. So uh, I want to thank all of you again for uh, hanging out with us on a, another episode of the MI Ice Guys. We're going to try and get a, at least one or two more of these in this season. And uh, stay tuned on our Facebook and our website as we share you all our experiences and some tips and tricks. So... Be safe out there and catch a lot of fish. We're going to try. See you next episode. MI Ice Guys would like to thank you for joining us once again for one of our podcasts. Be sure to subscribe on miiceguys.com so that you don't miss any of our tips and hear a little bit about our fishing stories. Be safe out there, guys. Enjoy the fishing. It may thaw soon.